All right, this week is presenting us with like the sticky, sweet honey of nostalgia. Something that was old is new again. Something from the past is resurfacing. Maybe we're looking back on some sweet memories from childhood or not so sweet ones. But either way, we're going to get through it together. I got you covered. We're going to dive deeper into this and what all of it means for you. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. All right, hello, my cosmic baddies, my cosmic bosses, babes, bunnies. How the hell are you? How are we doing? I'm recording this on the day of the lunar eclipse. So I am feeling the energy. I love it. I love eclipse energy. There is definitely people on the internet who are like, oh my God, it's so scary. And there's other people on the internet who are like, it's not scary. It's not a big deal. Like, don't fear it. To me, it's amazing. It's actually storming here right now, like a summer hot rain. That's how eclipses feel to me. They're like storm energy. It's not bad. It's not good. But some people like them more than others. But also storms require a certain amount of precaution. I'll get into that in a moment. But it's eclipse season right now. We're in it, okay? You might even hear I'm in a room in my house, but there's like rain coming in really loud. That's just going to be our backdrop, our soundtrack for this mystical cosmic energy report. If you're new here, hi, I'm Maddie Murphy. I'm your everything, anything you want me to be, cosmic consultant, intuitive astrologer, empowerment coach, spirit mentor, high vibe hype woman, mystical messy one, whatever. I'm here just to walk you through a week of your astrology, how to just navigate the week, how to live in alignment, never fear, never about being nervous and like cursing yourself with astrology. Nah, no, this is like your weather report for what's going on in the cosmos as above, so below. Everything out there in the planets affects us here on earth. And it just makes life a hell of a lot more easy and fun when you know WTF is going on. So before I get into all of that and more, let's talk about some announcements. I am just loving each and every one of you. I have a crush on the whole internet where you all are. Thank you. It's just been fun to reach out, you know, I mean, to hear from you. You're reaching out to me. I'm reaching out back to you. Slide in the DMs, comments, some emails. It's just cool to hear about you and your journey and what you have going on. And some of you have been sharing how astrology has helped guide you over the past few weeks. And let me just say, the fun has just begun, Okay. So I'm so happy to have you here. Let's talk about some announcements. I teased, I gave a little promo last week that we are opening our Cosmic Fit Club membership. It's opening technically June 1st to June 15th, but you heard it here first. There's an early bird special. There's a deal, all right? Are you like me? 
I love a deal. Okay. I'm going to tell you all about it. So Cosmic Fit Club is our membership community. We only open it four times a year to keep it sacred, intimate, special, intentional. And I really get awkward selling things. I just am like, like take it or don't. I don't care. So just know this is a big deal that I am like pushing a sale on this right now. It's amazing, okay? It is a transformational space. Sometimes you join a community online and it's just like a portal of recorded classes or like a Facebook group. I don't know about you all. I am so over Facebook and the groups and I have been for years. It's just, that's not like community to me. Mm -mm. This is a space where you have access to, well, obviously (laughs) you get new moon and full moon circles with moi, yours truly, live on Zoom. And there's replays, recordings of everything. We have people from all over the world join. And then we have classes led by this amazing cohort of coaches and healers and facilitators and teachers who really offer classes and everything that you need to be like this empowered version of you in every area of your life. Okay. And these people are, they're gems. They are solid gems. And this is all included in the membership fee. You get the full moon circles, you get unlimited live classes. There's a group chat so you can meet everyone in your class of people you joined with. You can get all hyped up. I drop in there and say hi. You also get an astrology report for the month. What else? There's like so many things. I'm literally not even doing this justice. There's group energy clearings. There's meditations. It's essentially what I wanted when I started my spiritual journey. I was like, I wish everything was in one place so I could learn about mindset work and energy work and embodiment. And I could learn about manifestation and moon work and astrology. And also like, hey, it'd be great if I could actually afford it, if it wasn't like, you know, paying different people thousands of dollars a month to do this. So our goal is making this accessible, affordable. The membership for the year is $129. Yeah, $129 for a year of this. Like get in on this now because I don't even know next quarter we might raise the prices. We want to keep it affordable and accessible, but I guess crazy, yo. The early bird special, this episode comes out on the 28th. So you have until the 31st to snag it for $99 plus a cosmic swag bag. And you can lock that in just a one-time thing, $99. And there's no like, it's nothing sneaky going on here, okay? I feel like sometimes you sign up for something and it's like $99, but then you have to pay like... $50 a month to actually access the good content or something. Nope. That's just what it is. So check it out online. You can see it on our website, thecosmicrx.com. You can read more, poke around. Obviously, if you have questions, a few of you came in my DMs, let me know. All right. So that is early bird, May 31st, and in general, enrollment ends June 15th. Thank you for your ratings and your reviews. Keep them coming. We just selected our winner from Taurus season. You are trying to do by the month. My brain doesn't work by months anymore. Okay. That's how you know you're deep in the cosmic RX universe is like, I can't do things. Like I used to plan my life by like May, June, July. Now I'm like Taurus season, Gemini. So I said I was going to pick a monthly winner for the reading, but scratch that. It's a Zodiac season winner. It's just how I live my life. It's just much easier that way. So we picked the Taurus season winner. I obviously met with the Aries season winner and gave her her reading. And now we are into Gemini. So there's a whole new chance to win a one-on-one with me, your girl. Those are my announcements. I'm going to jump in. This Gemini season, everything I do, I want this to be snappy, short, brevity. Wit is the soul of brevity. 
I mean, Pepperdays is so wait. <laughs> my Virgo just wants to like talk and talk. And Gemini talks, but it's a lot, which is a little bit more like succinct than a, a Virgo, I've noticed. All right. So what we do here is I'm going to tell you the themes for the week. Then I'm going to give you a day-by-day emotional moon report. And then just like dig a little deeper into any of those events for the week if we need to pick them apart. Okay. I'm going a little bit more in in detail. My goal here is to make astrology very accessible. My husband listens to these and to kind of give me like my muggle stamp of approval. Like if he can understand the energy report, we're doing a good job. That's my goal. Of course, before we do all that, I do like to do my rapid fire recap, look at the week that just happened and see what were the cosmic current events, what things happened and how did they kind of line up what was going on in the stars. I have just named this segment. If astrology isn't real, then why? Okay. I'm a bad student this week. I didn't do like a ton of my homework, but I did see a few stories. This is like how sometimes I sit down and I scroll the internet or I'm like, listen to the news every morning or at the very least my Trevor Noah, my NPR. And I'll be like, oh, that story sounds interesting to me. Like that could be connected to this planetary movement. And then I'll look it up and double check it. And I'm like, bam, astrology. This week, because I was having an emotionally rough, I'll be honest with you guys, the past few weeks were rough for me. I'm feeling better during this eclipse. I'm loving it. But like, yeah, my husband was sick. My dog got pneumonia. I feel like I'm in um, Dumb and Dumber. My pet's heads are falling off. And I was just like, oh. So I didn't watch the news, listen to the news that much for my hashtag mental health this past week. But a few things that I did here, I will say. You're going to laugh at these like quote unquote news stories I have to share. So if astrology isn't real, then why during Gemini season did an armed hijacker relent and give up and give over a school bus that he had hijacked at gunpoint because incessant kindergartners wouldn't stop asking him questions. That is so Gemini season. Gemini's all about asking questions and curiosity. And there was this story where literally in Columbia, South Carolina, you can look this up, a man with a rifle boarded a bus on its way to an elementary school with like 18, 20 children on it and their driver and took it over. (laughs) Literally, the kindergartners wouldn't stop asking him questions. So he made the driver pull over and he got out with his gun and left because he was so annoyed. And that is the power of questions and curiosity, all right? I did a podcast on it, The Drop, last Monday. Check it out. I thought that was such Gemini shit, and I loved it. If astrology isn't real, then why did Boris Johnson mandate that Brits can soon hug again? Uh, Literally, like, the day Jupiter went into Pisces. I had already talked about Jupiter and Pisces and the CDC. I didn't know that Boris Johnson, like, made it a point in the UK to be like, we can hug again as of May 17th. It just felt, it felt like funny. Jupiter Pisces also felt creepy. It felt like he, I don't know, he wanted to hug someone and they wouldn't let him because of COVID. And so he made this like really specific rule. I think that was it. Some of my other astrology isn't real. They were longer. They need a little bit more research from me on my end. But I will say that Donald Trump, whatever, I don't want to get too much into him right now, but he was born under an eclipse, under the Gemini Sag eclipse. And right around election time, that's where we had the last Gemini Sag eclipses. And a lot of astrologers, you know, knew that his, like, if his destiny line was done, if his, like, karma was fulfilled, then he was going to be, you know, ousted from office based on the astrology, which is what 
I kind of speculated. I didn't want to say anything because God knows I'm not going to announce that on the internet either way. And then it was, it was just interesting that like that eclipse started. And then by the end of the eclipse cycle in the winter, it was like, yeah, obviously it wasn't just that he wasn't, you know, going to be in office. He wasn't going to be in office again for this term, but that like his whole public image, his whole self had changed based on what happened. And then obviously we saw the ensuing insur- attempted insurrection. Okay, whole thing. I like, didn't want to get too much into it, but it, I just I just had to, as an astrologer, comment that during this eclipse cycle, I saw that the whole, what do you call it, his casinos and the whole Trump organization were under criminal investigation as per the New York Attorney General. So just thought that was interesting. Eclipses happen in their stories that unfold. There's two that happen at a time, sometimes three, and then they like bookend with each other. So that was just interesting. Like I said, I could have fleshed out my research and my notes a little bit more, but I know you all understand. Okay, let's jump into the moon report for the week. Now, again, this is your emotional weather report, your personal emotional weather. This is what you're going to be feeling in the inside. All right, this is just to navigate the week with emotional awareness. All right, so who wants to talk about the moon? Me, this girl. Okay, so on the day that this drops, on the 28th, we have Moon in Capricorn. Yummy, yummy Capricorn energy carrying us Friday, Saturday, and then on Sunday, the Moon's into Aquarius. So Moon in Capricorn days, you might feel a little less emotional. You might kind of realize there's some action steps you take after the full moon. Use the Moon in Capricorn to get them done. I always think Moon in Capricorn gives you like in some ways, an emotional resiliency to take action. But then also sometimes Moon and Capricorn, we can be hard on ourselves. Like our inner drill sergeant comes out those days. So just be aware of that. Sometimes Moon and Capricorn days, we like are nostalgic. We want to connect with like a father figure, a paternal figure in our life also. Then on Sunday, the moon goes into Aquarius. It stays there on Monday. And then it is there a little bit into the wee hours of Tuesday morning. But so Sunday, Monday, Moon and Aquarius, great time to be social, to connect. If you have something you need to do and you need to be innovative or brainstorm or parse through something more from that like inner mad scientist part of your brain, great days to do it. Aquarius Moon days, sometimes on those days you can like doubt your words and you can feel a little like in your head too much. So just journal, talk it out with someone that you trust, someone you feel comfortable with on those days if you need to. And then we have the moon moves into Pisces, which is my natal moon. So we have that Tuesday, Wednesday, and then into Thursday afternoon. These are days very emotional. This is how we're ending out the week. Dreamy. You can be tender. You can feel raw if something came up during the eclipse. And you need to take some time to process it. This could be a good day to journal or pull some tarot cards or make some art. Get lots of sleep on Moon and Pisces days. Pay attention to your dreams. During eclipse season, now we're in this eclipse portal for like two weeks from now until June 10th. Things are kicking up, okay? So pay attention to your dreams. Pay attention to your subconscious mind, especially in those Moon and Pisces days, okay? So that's the Moon Report. That's what's going on in the inner world. Now let's talk about some of the larger events happening all around us. So in the beginning part of the week, the day after this drops, the the event of the season, 
well, it's eclipse season, so there's a lot of events happening. But the event of the moment is Mercury, the messenger planet, the divine messenger who has all, all the stuff to say, the planet that rules travel, communication, cognition, stations retrograde. Mercury will go retrograde in the sign of Gemini, and we're not freaking out. We're not losing our heads. We're not going off the walls. Mercury retrograde is a beautiful, magical time. We have to respect it and honor it, just like that storm analogy I was saying before. But it's a it's a beautiful time. I'm always grateful for Mercury retrograde. It's like a permission to slow down, and your girl needs it. My plate is full. Got a lot going on. And then we have Venus will move into Cancer on June 2nd, which Venus is the goddess planet of love and beauty, rules affection and our finances and how you know we feel safe in love and how we value ourselves, moves into the mystical moonbeam sign, the cosmic crab of Cancer, all right? So we're going to get into what all of that means. I'm going to dig deeper and dive deeper into Mercury Retrograde. That's what I'm going to dedicate the last real chunk of time on this energy report. But I just want to say in this portal right now, we're in this eclipse portal, So I want you to pay attention to the things that pop up, the things that are in plain sight, the things that you might have been ignoring either consciously or subconsciously, the things that appear in the two weeks in between the lunar eclipse and the solar eclipse. It's just like it's a vortex, okay? And I saw someone on Twitter, I don't know who it was, I forget, posted out that Princess Diana married Prince Charles during this two weeks in between an eclipse. And first of all, she's a Cancer, and Cancers and Leos are always very affected by eclipses. Leo is ruled by the sun, so solar eclipses affect them a lot, and Cancers are ruled by the moon, so lunar eclipses will always feel them. And the astrologer was talking about how during eclipses, things are hiding in plain sight, and we we can choose to pay attention to them or ignore them. And it was this like kind of creepy wedding photo, and like Camilla was right there, like between them, basically, in the wedding photo. Whatever it was, the photo just like really stuck with me because during eclipse season, now it's begun. You're going to feel like opportunities for endings happening, beginnings, or just like an aha uh, moments. I just want you to, if nothing's changing for you, that's fine. The eclipse might not be hitting anywhere significant in your chart. But if you're feeling like there's a lot of growth or change happening, I just want you to breathe into it. I want you to trust that if it's happening, you're ready. It's time. And that change is not easy. Change is fucking awful and it's scary because we're creatures of comfort. Our brain likes the familiar. Our brain says, you know, I know how to operate here in this zone. So when we have to go to a new zone, everything, our ego can kick up, everything, everything gets all like tense, okay? So you're good. You've got this. Use Venus moving into Cancer on June 2nd to connect into how you find security, how you connect into your heart, how you connect into what makes you feel like, how do you comfort and self-soothe yourself? How do you mother or father yourself? You know, how do you cuddle and hug on and just like treat yourself like a little beautiful baby? Okay. (laughs) That's like Venus and Cancer. There's a lot of things I could say about it, but I think it coming with Mercury retrograde and eclipse season happening, it's a time to really connect into like self-nurturing and finding security and home within yourself and finding that home wherever you are. Okay. That home is, is a place within you and learning how to cultivate that. Or if you have a physical home, it could be a good time to clear some energy out of your home, 
declutter the spaces, open up some windows, get rid of some things that are just feeling energetically tired or stagnant to you. And that kind of leads us into then we go into Mercury retrograde. So just like I was talking about the clip season, we don't have to fear retrograde energy, but I do think it's important to respect it and have awareness. I had told you on the podcast here, I'm not a big fan of doing ritual work, magic work during eclipse season, because A, I think it shows a sign of respect to the universe that I'm okay with just letting go of control for two damn weeks a year. Okay. Because if you can't do that, if you can't like not do a ritual for two weeks or implement your will you know, with the universe for two weeks, I do invite you to kind of investigate that in terms of your control and your relationship to trust and surrendering, okay? Because I used to be that way too. I I know, I get it. And also to me, it's, it feels good to let go for two weeks. And it's not about fear, but it's like respecting the universe. I said, you wouldn't have maybe um, someone on, on Instagram said, you know, eclipse season, it's just about honoring it. Like you wouldn't have a maybe a picnic in a thunderstorm or you wouldn't go I was going to say, you wouldn't go out in a blizzard in a bikini, but people on Instagram proved me wrong with that. So it's just about like tuning into the energy and what it feels like. To me, it feels like a time to let go. You've been working all year and now the universe is coming in and just wants to make things happen for you, but just ask for you to release it. Not in a way that's many negative is going to happen to you, but it's more just like, don't block what wants to happen. Don't block or intervene. It's just like, let it happen. You've been laying the pipe, laying the groundwork, and the more work you do ahead of eclipse and after it, I find eclipse seasons can be incredibly transformative. We always get a huge boost in something like in our business, something amazing happens or my personal life healing happens. So I love eclipse energy, but we always want to respect the laws and (laughs) energy of nature and the cosmos and the universe. So same thing, Mercury retrograde, nothing to fear, but having that awareness. And again, this word respect, you're going to hear me say this podcast if I didn't just title them energy reports, I would title this R-E-S-B-C-T, find out what it means to me, okay? Respect, respect the universe. So first thing, we don't say Mercury in retrograde. That always bothers me when I see that, my inner like grammar police. I'm not grammar policing normally, even though I'm a Virgo, but that just kind of, I don't know, again, doesn't make sense. So Mercury retrograde, we can say Mercury is in Gemini retrograde, and it is. Mercury is very connected to Gemini. Mercury is the ruler of Gemini. Mercury in Gemini is like, imagine your friend that is so social and loves to travel and loves to bop around. They're a social butterfly. They're chit-chatting with everyone. They are like tweeting while they're texting, while they're Instagramming, while they're TikToking, while they're going to all the cool new events, like while they're also like in school and getting a master's. They're just like doing the most, especially when it comes to communication and connection and learning. So that's all buzzy. That's what we've been in. And then now it goes retrograde and feeling that Mercury go retrograde in Gemini, we're just going to feel the effects a bit more because it's just going to feel like that friend of yours, like they can't do all that or they have to slow down. So I just want to have an an extra awareness around our communications. Okay. Gemini is like word witchery. So I just want to be really mindful of our words that we speak over the next few weeks. Back to in general, Mercury retrograde, just some little 411 on it. Mercury retrograde, people say it's when Mercury is going backwards. Mercury is actually not technically going backwards. That's just an optical illusion. It's because Mercury is the fastest planet. So once in a while, it just kind of catches up with us and it appears to be almost in a, in a backspin. There's a bunch of cool like videos online where you can see the simulation. 
And it happens four times a year. And each retrograde cycle lasts roughly four weeks. This is not like random. It doesn't happen. It's not like a catastrophe. It's just a very, it's a quarterly check-in from the universe. It's a quarterly like performance evaluation from the universe. What's working? What's not? What do we need to reevaluate? And let's just like honor that rhythm. That's why I'm saying like, don't fear it, but respect it. Like, you know, respect your natural rhythms, respect our phases and cycles. That's what we're trying to do, right? We, any of us who are like spiritual revolutionaries, who are trying to dismantle certain systems and say that we have to operate on the same schedule every day, 24, seven, 365 days a year. Like this are, this is our excuse to unplug from that. Okay unplug from that sort of capitalist mindset that we always have to be going and doing. So this weather of Mercury retrograde can bring in, like I said, the things that we want to be aware of is Mercury can mess with technology. Okay. Digital self-care, back up your devices. If you have been having issues with your phone glitching out or your laptop and you can get ahead of it somehow calling, you know, Apple or your phone provider, backing things up, clearing out stuff in your hard drive. It's just a good time. Listen, one of my exes used to work for Boeing and worked like NASA and him being like the bros of all bros, love him so sweet. He in, in their office, like they had certain precautions and procedures for when Mercury was retrograde because it messed with the satellites and it messed with the technology and the communications. Okay. So it's real. It's real. All right. Even the muggles are on board. Not the people who work at NASA and Boeing are muggles. They're just like wizards in a different way. Also password protecting data, especially nowadays, we know there's a lot of hacking going on. And just this is a really analog tip. Just keep beverages away from your laptop. Okay. Mercury retrograde things can spill. Mercury is the trickster in the Zodiac. And in shamanic astrology, Mercury is heavily associated with this trickster mischief maker archetype. So just, it's just that thing of like nothing catastrophic is going to happen, but something very annoying could happen. And it's all about being mindful and slowing down. Think about when we have the biggest incidences and accidents is usually when we're rushing and we're not paying attention. So again, it's all back to slowing down. Get a new case for your iPhone already. If you're one of those people walking around without a case, I don't know how you do that. It gives me anxiety. So another thing we want to think about is Mercury rules not only communication, but also travel. So just double checking, you know, the world's opening up again. Maybe you are traveling. Just be prepared for delays, like add margins of time. Don't overbook your schedule. There will be delays during Mercury retrograde. It just happens. The more margins on time you can give yourself, that's something my dad always says, margins of time. Allow yourself to breathe. That way when things go wrong and there's delays, you can just relax versus having panic attacks and freak outs and meltdowns. Okay. I've done that before. You might have seen me melting down in Penn station. I'm sorry. That was the old me. I'm working on it. Okay. And just double checking things. Like if you're flying and it says the gate is a 38 double triple check because they might change that last minute to like F 42. Also a big thing is double check recipients before you're sending emails about your boss to your boss. Double check recipients on group texts. And I don't got to say it, but I'm going to say it. Double check recipients on those sexy NSFW snaps and texts. Okay. Because Mercury is a trickster. You might end up sending that to like your mother-in-law by accident, or I don't know who, someone, your landlord. And we don't need that. We don't need those conversations now. Okay. So everything I'm talking about, really the big lesson for Mercury retrograde is just slow down. 
enjoy it and know it's like the world's opening. I know there's so much happening. Jupiter's in Pisces, Mercury's in Gemini, but like slow down, do less. We don't have to go from standing still to moving a million miles a minute. Okay. This is a permission slip from the universe to do less. So we enjoy it. Okay. We enjoy it. And in case I didn't mention or make it clear, I don't know what I've said and what I haven't said. This goes from May 29th to June 22nd. And then we'll have a little shadow period after. And just like my don'ts for Mercury retrograde, avoid picking fights. Okay. Avoid, there's just easy to have communication snafus. It's just easy for it to happen. So if you can, just see if you can like hold things off until after Mercury goes direct. Like I said, the wires get crossed. So you might be starting to fight with someone over something that isn't even there or real. Okay. So just think about it, reflect, don't start or begin a completely new project. Revisit old projects that may need some rejuvenation or love or might need ends tied up, but starting something completely new, completely from scratch, it's going to feel like you're walking against, you know, a treadmill or something. It's like, you're not going to be really like you're getting anywhere and it's just not the time to do it. Just honoring the cosmic rhythms. The other don't, they don't panic. Don't fear. Don't freak out. Many of you probably have seen it, but there's like the, the, anything with a reword is a great thing to do in these four weeks. Revisiting old projects, like I said, reuniting with old friends, reassessing some of your plans, re like reviewing and editing old projects. It's a good re. It's time to look back so we can go forward clear, confident, and just ready to crush it. Okay. So that's my Mercury retrograde rundown. Of course, there's so much more I can say that happening in this eclipse season. It's just we're being asked to be really aware of like ourselves to slow down, be really aware of the words we're using and speaking and how we connect with others. I think these are two amazing things that are happening right now to help liberate us and to help us get really clear. Okay. So I hope this happens to you. And why I also said Venus and Cancer is going to make us nostalgic, but I should say Mercury retrograde can definitely bring the exes out of the woodwork. And I also mean all kinds of exes, ex-friends, ex-lovers, ex-partners, ex-bosses who are looking to like rehire you. Like people will come out of the woodwork and I want you to decide, wow, like some of this feels good. I'm going back into my past and reviewing things and it feels nice. Maybe it's helping me reflect on how much I've grown since then. But if someone was an ex for a reason, because you outgrew them or there was a toxic tendency in the relationship, I want you to really remember that and remember why that ended in the first place. It's not a sign to get back with them. Okay. If they appear during this time. So that's it. That's all she wrote. That's a wrap. We're feeling nostalgic this week. We are reflecting. The eclipse season is kicking things up. I want you to take really good care of yourself. Ground down, slow down, slay this week ahead, stay cosmic. And I'll see you next week for more of the uh, the cosmic rundown. Okay. Mwah. Bye cuties. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. 
And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.